Christianese Hot Topic. Welcome back to another Hot Topic. Dance Agile with Jared Burkholder. Ah! Topic. Now, that was stereo because you moved the microphone around, so I, it was almost like it, it was, was a circular surround topic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Circular Topic. Should we change the whole uh, station ID there to circular topic, maybe, instead of oh. hot, talking? hot topic? Oh. Well, maybe. you know what? Let's workshop that. Let's get a focus group in here. <laughs> Let's workshop Let's see what they think. I don't want to do anything hastily. I like how, even though you're not a theater guy, you've co-opted theater terms. Like, let's workshop that. Let's take it out just of town from hanging Buffalo. Around you. <laughs> I've had to, like, you'll just drop terms. Like, I don't... Okay, I got to go... I got to go to the bathroom and get my phone and see what that means. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> What's going on, Jared Burkholder? You know, Dan, we were just talking about the on a plane today to go to a wedding mm. on the East Coast. Yeah. yeah oh, we have a special guest too. too. Yeah, Andy's yeah. going. We this have Andy our, in uh, studio. My engineer Andy's here. Yep. Um, so we were just talking about uh, we're going to have three suitcases, two backpacks, two car seats, two kids. Oh man! And uh, you know, yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to the next 10 hours. Yeah. Let's put it that way. But you'll get through it, and you will be fine and embrace it. I don't want to wish my life away. You yeah. know, there's that yeah. Adam Sandler movie where he fast forwards, <laughs> and then everybody dies, you yes. know? So yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I just want to be in the moment. Be in the moment, man. Just be authentic I'm in the moment. I'm wearing a backpack and a car seat in a bag and tearing two kids. Yeah. I just want to be in the moment. I just I want, want to enjoy that. And be winsome in yeah. the moment. You know, I you know what I mean? Be, I want to be present, Dan. How I'm about trying organic? To be, I'm trying to be present more. Organically present? Organically present, like free range present. With like an authentically... Non-steroid, like right. non-GMO present. Now, are like, you, because you're traveling with so much, are you actually going to unpack that? I mean, at some <laughs> point not, you will have to. We're going to actually, we have uh, bags that we're explicitly not going to unpack. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Kind of like kind of like Revelation. Sometimes Whoa. You know what I mean? You, that's a you just pulled out the heaviest of bags. Right. Because yeah. sometimes you start, I don't think the TSA is going to let that I don't through, think Dan. so because there's a lot of fire and brimstone <laughs> in there. Hey everybody. Oh, good night. Hey. Drive safely. Hey. <laughs> we're Christian Thanks for listening. See Drive you later. safely. Good night. All right. Tip your waiters. And he's looking at us like, "What are you what guys are doing?" <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? What did I miss? <laughs> oh man. What's up well, with you? Uh nothing, man. Just uh just shaking it for the man trying to to uh, trying to make a living a <laughs> in Los Angeles, adjacent Santa Clarita, California. Hey, yep. we had some encouragement this week, though. I had a few people who listened to the podcast that was reached cool. out to us. Yeah. That was really so cool. So that that's, that's good. You know, you sent me that, and it occurred to me, how do people find us? I don't know. I, I, it's I, not like we advertise or that our yeah. names show up anywhere. I don't know. It's encouraging I, because I don't have no idea how to do this. We're we're how many months in, and I well, still well, you know don't what, know what it was doing. though. Yeah. Uh, so over Venice Beach, I'm riding one of those airplanes with the the trailing uh, <laughs> the cloud, the, yeah, the yeah. plume. Well, we did that, but oh, there was yeah. also the oh the, the banner the banner thing yes. flying behind, and it was like hashtag Christianese. Um, <laughs> That's perfect. It was shot down. Yeah, it, was. it was. It was. Uh, yeah. RPG it into Chinese airspace. Oh, I did. I see. Yeah, Gosh. you got to be careful with that. Yeah. Yeah, them Chinese. You got to watch out, right? That's how they get you every time. <laughs> yeah. So you're uh, hustling, hustling, just trying to uh, trying to make things happen. Oh, look at that! I think I've got a phone call coming in. Wow, that's that's really weird. And I don't even know where my phone is. I, how do you, how do you know? I should I should have just your ESP is going off. <laughs> I can just sense that someone somewhere is calling. Oh me. man, this is highly unprofessional. <laughs> uh, let's just wait this out for a second because I don't know where my phone is. Wow, that, I can't even hear it. How do you hear it? Uh, because I have the uh, I have my I have my headphones on, oh, so I can actually oh, hear it's coming, coming on your computer. Yeah, okay. it's coming on because I must be Bluetoothed to the computer right now. <laughs> 
thought it was wow. red. T- I thought we agreed it was red tooth. Did you? <laughs> That's what we agreed. Did on. you think maybe I was having an episode for a well, second? Yeah, there, you just start looking around and grabbing your pockets like. So oh, here's here the thing: Jared is not wearing headphones. I am. I hear a phone call. It'll be interesting to see if this actually translates to air. A phone call comes through, and Jared thinks I'm probably just dropped acid. Well, and it was a good reminder that even though I'm CPR certified, I would <laughs> never want to use my limited <laughs> skills on somebody. I feel like you would just be better dying. Yes. Yeah. Get the paddles. If clear. that were to happen, I would make my own DNR bracelet and put it on you and be like, I don't, it was just there. He told me not to resuscitate, so I didn't. The DNR, that is a good thing to have, by the way. Um, all right, so today you had you had talked about maybe we would discuss generosity. Yeah. Would you unpack that for me? Can I unpack that? <laughs> First of all, yeah. there's just been some God moments recently. Really? Uh, just kind of stacking up like, uh, unexpected, like... <laughs> You know, I, I I just didn't expect him to to show up. Right, 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 right. Oh, gosh, just parenthesis. I hate that one too. Which yeah, one? God, you know, God just showed, showed up. up. Oh, like oh, like somehow he was able to get through the traffic and get there <laughs> right at the last minute. We didn't yeah. even expect it, but like boom, yeah, God showed. And it, up. it shouldn't be a surprise because he's omnipresent, right? I mean, you would think, right? right? But somehow, yeah, we had created a bubble where he wasn't there. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. He, you know. He well, got in and he showed up. Look, the good thing is he's my co-pilot. So you know, I I've let him take the wheel and I haven't really. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for you. So generosity. Yes. Yeah, not, let me just unpack that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've just been reading in Second Corinthians a bunch, and mm-hmm. uh, the Lord's just been convicting me about it, and been thinking about how I view money and wealth. I think how our American Christian mm-hmm. or Western mm-hmm. Christian society tends to view wealth, and I was just listening to a really interesting podcast. From National Public Radio, NPR, NPR, mm-hmm. uh, and they were talking about the psychology of inequality, and they okay. were they were actually saying that inequality is certainly a real thing economically, but mm-hmm. sociologically or psychologically, there's a sense in which you can have a lot more money than other people in a Western context, or certainly than you know in an international context, but you yes. know, don't don't necessarily feel wealthy. Yes, they use this example of you know if you made. $500,000, you would feel like a wealthy person and would be worldwide. But right. if you made $500,000 and that was the starting salary and you were on a major league baseball team with what yes. is it? Trout? Oh, yeah. Some yeah, guy yeah, that yeah. just signed like right. $426 million contract. Yeah, right. so it's $36 million a year. So if you're yes. on a team with a guy who's making $36 million a year and Comparatively, you make $500,000, yeah, right, you don't feel wealthy anymore. No. You know, you're buying McDonald's. Correct. <laughs> you're not really going to hang out with the team. You know <laughs> right. I mean? Right. Exactly. And exactly. I just thought that was interesting because I, I think a lot of times when we think about generosity, mm-hmm. generosity is down the list of our priorities and it's kind of the, the scraps and leftovers. Yeah. Um, and so if, if there's a sense in which we never really feel like we've arrived, yes. we never really feel like we've caught up. We're always comparing ourselves to other people. There's always a sense in which we feel behind. Yeah. And we view generosity as, as kind of the leftovers. Um, then we're never really going to be generous, right? right. We're going to be generous right. in, in kind of times when we feel like we have to be like Christmas or yes. when somebody knocks on our door. But generosity isn't going to be an ethic that kind of drives the way we think about wealth. Right, right. No, I, I agree with that. Where, where in uh, is it Corinthians you're reading that? Second Corinthians, yeah. Can you pick a passage there? Because I think it's always interesting too to look. Because as Christians, like I don't expect the world, the, the world's ethic will be okay. You got to be generous because it's the good thing to do. And we're going to try to be good, right? Right. But we do things because the Bible says that it's true. We believe that. We believe everything that comes out of that ethic is is true, and that motivates what we do. So I would be interested in, interested in starting with what Scripture says about that. I've fired up my Bible here. Good. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. 
two-struck Bible. <laughs> you know, <laughs> nice. you got to change the oil on that. Sucker. It's a Tecumseh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 2 Corinthians 8, by the way, for some of our listeners who know me, you probably are tired of me talking about this, but you don't have to listen, so here you go. 2 Corinthians 8 talks about, uh, it's Paul writing to the Corinthians and talking about the generosity of the churches uh, in Macedonia, Mm -hmm. and he says this in chapter 8, verse Mm 2, for in a severe test of affliction, their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. They gave according to their means, as I can testify, and beyond their means of their own accord. And I've just been really struck by that phrase, uh, that it was their extreme poverty and their joy that overflowed into generosity, not their extreme wealth yes. and their joy. Right? And that's what—that's the word that stood out to me was overflow. Right. Because as Christians, now again, the world is going to do what the world's going to do because they have different motivations. Our motivation is because we're so filled with gratitude, and if we really believe it. Now look, there are days where I battle back and forth because as sometimes our our, our senior pastor will say, you, you're an unbelieving believer, right? right. There are times right. where I'm not walking the way I should. I am not submitting to God's will in my life, and that and I, I have to preach to myself all the time. And in those moments, that kind of, that kind of gratitude does not overflow in my life, this as a Christian, that should overflow all the time because I play these weird games with myself all the mm. time. We were talking about this, like with tithing or whatever. I have my, yeah. I know the amounts that come in, and I'm, right. I'm going to be regular with that. And hey, it's great, and I'm feeling good about it. But then if something extra comes in, I literally will play games with myself, like, well, but that's after I take the expenses. And that's not really the Lord's. I earned that, right? You, you know, know what? what I mean? I mean, I honestly, it's just, and I keep thinking, that eventually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit playing that game with myself, right? But it's, it's like you said, or the Lord's gonna smite you. Yes, right. Or yeah, right. you're thinking, well, if I don't do it, because it's not. You're not doing. Your motivation is not because it's overflowing with gratitude for everything that we have, and we just celebrated Easter. Um, I know we like to keep these evergreen, but 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 we did, and so what? But we didn't say what year, Dan. So. That's right, 1965. Whoa! Wink, wink, nod, nod. Know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's it needs to overflow out of uh, the fact that we are so, and it takes us right back to the gospel. Right. The fact right. that. A price was paid for us. We were purchased uh, with a price. Yeah, and that is that should that should overflow and be like, yeah, you know what? No games today. Uh, I've got something extra. And and where does that go? And that's the great thing about being part of a church. You know, we were before we were part of a church years ago. Um, we were desperately trying to find somewhere to to volunteer and to do something. And it is so hard. Yeah. Believe it or not, because you have to be vetted, and like we tried to find a food pantry. It was really hard to get plugged in somewhere. That's one of the great things about being part of a church is that you know, as we tithe, especially if somebody is responsible, which I know our leadership at Grace is responsible that way. You see the real fruit of where that money goes with different ministries, locally, internationally. Every time there's a, a fire or some kind of a natural disaster, what I so appreciate about about our church and many many churches is that they vet people and find out, hey, how do we partner with somebody on the ground there who knows what's yeah. going on, where yeah. the where the need is? I think of, you know, our partners in Haiti right. who, you know, who know that. And so we as Christians, I mean, we are called to, if your faith is not going to move you, now again, we know God is sovereign, God's going to do what he's going to do, but our faith should move us to want to take action and... Um, and try to make positive change, right, and to be a platform to launch the gospel, to launch the yeah. good news. And I'm mean, thinking, you know, the way that we think about all of our life, uh, in this instance, our wealth, shouldn't be predicated on the American dream, right? And just listening to this podcast, thinking, you know, we set arbitrary goals for ourselves, mm-hmm. and if I can get here, then, you know, then right. I'm going to live differently. Oh, I do that all and, the time. 
um, his podcast just kind of admitting that that doesn't have actually ever happen. They use the analogy of um, uh, when you go on an airplane and yeah. you have like these different tiers. Like you yes. have to walk past. Yeah. You have first class, first class, and you have business class, <laughs> and like yeah. economy plus. Now yeah. I booked a ticket the other day, and they're like, "Do you want to do basic economy or just economy?" Like what? <laughs> yeah. In like, economy plus, serious, you get to actually keep class. your head on your neck, and right. in, in you know the <laughs> right. other economy, you have to, we we cut your head off. We're going to need you to pedal. Yeah, yeah that's how we, we get this plane <laughs> up in the air. But they were saying like yeah. even the people in first class, yeah. don't feel that wealthy because if they were really wealthy, they'd have their own private. They'd jet. be in super class. You know oh I mean? yeah, right, right, true, true, true. So true. it's really interesting to think. Okay, if we're always setting these arbitrary goals for ourselves that we never actually feel like we've attained, we've really bought into how culture thinks about wealth. Right. And uh, like we were just talking about, I, I've been trying to wrestle with for years and, and you know our teams that go out and come back especially the team we send to Haiti yeah. comes back every year and try to wrestle with why do why do families not have enough to feed their kids and right. I never have to think about where a meal's coming right, from right, right, I've just right, been right. just thinking a lot about maybe the Lord has given not maybe almost certainly the Lord has given American and Western Christians more yes. not so that we could live comfortable lives and no. dole out you know no. 2% of our, our income to other people but right. that we live forward thinking with with our our income right and i think what's hugely valuable about that and again some of these things all touch on a lot of different things like this you know the idea of 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 inequality and things touch on political kind of things on cultural things and i think one of the huge huge great touchstones one of the best influences the church has is the church becomes the mechanism and i think is a more effective mechanism you know we yep. we look at Look, whatever your political flavor is, uh, trying to legislate all of that kind of legislate generosity and to help people and and with all the 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 convoluted bureaucratic nightmare that is government. And look, our government, I still believe, is the best that it's not it's not perfect, but I think it's the best that there is right now. But you look at our early founding and you look at people like de Tocqueville, and he said what made our country great that he was struck by is the fact that the church at that time, really stepped up and took care of people. Mm, yeah. And I think that's a huge thing that we're missing right now because we expect you know, we expect everybody else to take care of that, but as the church, we're called, we should be the first line of defense right? And not, to take care not of people. And not outsource it, right? Right. But I think there's a sense, I mean, this is always true, right? Anytime there's another entity that will do something for you, that kind of creates atrophy and laziness. Yes. Um, so, I mean, that's true, you know, in regard to missions. The church right. has outsourced missions to right. missions organizations. It's right. true with education. The church has outsourced right. education to seminaries. Right. And I think there's a sense in which the church has outsourced generosity to nonprofits and even to the government. Yes. And I've just been trying to wrestle through what would it look like if I thought about the, you know, the five years that God has left for me on this earth yeah. and thought more critically about what I have. Right. That, right. you know, I mean, it's the old platitude, like, there's no hearses, don't pull trailers, right? <laughs> All right. Okay, let's bow our heads. Thank you so you much for coming today. You can't take it with you. <gasps> but I mean, yeah. aside from the platitudinousness of that, yeah. you know, what if I really did think differently? What if I really understood? I only right. got thirty years left here, and then I have the rest of eternity. And you know, the arbitrary markers that I set for myself are not actually a good way for me to spend my time, my effort, right. my energy, or even my money. I don't have any answers to that, right? I mean, I think that's a that's a personal thing that we have to wrestle with. I just don't think we're wrestling with that enough. I think we've kind of carved out a Christianity for ourselves where God does not expect us mm-hmm. uh, to think missionally or sacrificially in that regard. We're yes. willing to be sacrificial in other areas, but we just don't expect that God's going to call us to do something. And when yeah. you go to like Luke 18, yeah, uh, and you see the rich young ruler who was unwilling to, to follow Christ because he was unwilling to give up his wealth, right? right. Jesus isn't advocating buying your way into the kingdom whether no. you have to give away everything to no. be a Christian. No. But he is saying, if you love money more than me, right. then you're not worthy to follow me. And right. I, I just, 
right. in my own life and maybe in a lot of lives in American Christians, we've not actually wrestled with that. I agree. I, I, and I think we can't wrestle with it enough. I know for me, I can't wrestle with it enough. because right, It's not a one-time thing. No. I know, my, I know my heart, and I know where I, I always end up at the same spot. So... Yeah, what is that? What? How do we combat this? I yeah. mean, I know people will, you know, hey, read the Bible. You want to be in the Word. You want to pray. But what are some? Are, is it? Is it? Is one of the answers? And I, there are many, many things. And this is a multi-pronged thing. But is one of them being involved, like finding actually not just also not just committing your money to something, but finding uh, a ministry, an avenue to really serve people and help. So then you're on the ground floor. You see what people need, and maybe does that. Does that drive you to give more money to something? Like, if you're working with yeah. I don't know. Right, I think, I mean, there's there's people at our church that have gotten involved in ministries locally and internationally, and mm-hmm. the more the more they've just been there and gotten to know the people and seen the vision and heart for that, they've they become more generous. So I think there is a sense in which, yeah, being detached and generous is not is not what God called it for, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just sitting here and writing checks and, yeah. you know, then sipping lemonade or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like there's a sense in which we have to wrestle with the text of Scripture and say, what... What is the calling of the gospel in our life? Right. And then maybe to try to evaluate our life, whether it's a pie chart or, yeah. or something, and try to wrestle with how are we spending our time? How are we spending our money? Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of us, if we actually charted it out, we'd be we'd probably be surprised, right? Yeah. I think a lot of us think it's like um, the screen time report on my phone that yes. shows me how long I've been on there. I, th- yeah. I always think I've been on there a lot less than I have been, <laughs> right? And I think we typically think we're a lot more generous than we are. Yeah. When that screen time report comes in every week, it's like, yeah. no, yeah, Nuh-uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think if we if we charted it out, be like, you know what, there's there's probably more we could do. Yeah. And thinking about the way the Macedonians and the Corinthians lived, I think it's generosity comes first, mm-hmm. right? So it's not the scraps that's left over. Right, right. It's you know, primary. When it comes to um, my hobbies or any number of things that I could mm-hmm. allocate my income towards. It's mm-hmm. that's where the scraps go. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna commit to be generous in these ways first. And not be constantly justifying why I'm not. Right. And But I actually think there's a freeing element of that. Because I think yeah. when I've wrestled with what Scripture says, I, I've prayed carefully about this. My family mm-hmm. and I have made decisions to be generous. I don't feel like I have to respond to every person who's mm-hmm. knocking on my door. You know what I mean? No, no, I think no, we no. do that out of guilt because we know we haven't done anything. And then that right. actually leads us to not not only not be generous, but maybe not even give to things that are ultimately worthwhile. And I think, it's, I think to that point, it's better to focus sometimes. Like if you can find... You know, I find us sometimes we end up spinning our wheels and we do several several different things because uh, you know they seem like good things, but then not really committing. Like that, a uh, couple of times we've done things at the homeless shelter, and I'm like, oh, this is a really. But then something else will pull, you know. And but yeah. I think maybe it's 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 finding that narrow, more narrow focus, right. so you commit to consistently helping that ministry with your time and or your your funds. And maybe sometimes, depending on the season of your life, it's both. Sometimes yeah. it's more physical. You can be there and do something. And sometimes maybe it's with the support. But but hopefully both of those things living concurrently, you yeah. know, financially and and you're, you know physically. And that's a good point because I think when we just kind of shotgun it, mm-hmm. um, there's not really a commitment, right? Mm-hmm. So I get to be the arbiter of how generous I'm going to be when we invest ourselves. Then there's kind mm-hmm. of a, a yeah. mutuality, right? There, right? There's something that's expected of us. Right. I agree. Uh, you know, the funny thing about this podcast, Dan, is we never ask for money. But now we're going to do a six-hour <laughs> pledge drive. <laughs> and I just, I just knocked out my, uh, I just knocked out my headset. Just, That's just based perfect. on that, yeah. I thought you were just getting another phone call. No. <laughs>
Hold on. Yeah, let's go ahead and plug this back in. So this is how it goes. Uh, still it, got that short cord. Yeah, I still got the short cord. Nothing's changed. I'm not there. giving this up. I'm not giving the short cord up. Now it's just become. Even when we make our first million on this podcast, <laughs> you're still going to have the short cord. Speaking of millions, so blessingfilledhosts at gmail.com. That's where you can send the money to Jared. He's investing it in the uh, offshore account in the Caymans, I believe. In the Caymans. Yeah. Although we might have to go even further south <laughs> if these banking laws keep changing. Yes. Uh, no, the good, good, good talk and good conversation. That's something. Well, just one more forward. thought. Yeah, 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 absolutely. More money, more problems. Hey, look so at that! I just, I just want you to think about. It. I just want you to unpack. We say it one more time. More money, mm-hmm. more problems. And I, you know what I liked about that is almost like a Shatner-esque kind of a read you did That's on right. that. More Thank you. money, more problems. <laughs> I like that. That's great. That is really no. Nah, it's good. This is and this is kind of stuff. You know, hopefully Brian will be back soon. We've again, you're in and out of town right now, and uh, just closing deals. Dan. Closing deals. I mean, just closing deals. Right. I, I get that. ABC always be always closing. be closing. You know, you got a jet set. Uh, yeah. You got to eat bad peanuts on planes. Yeah. You got to be hustling. Got to be hustling. You got to hustle. Your side hustle is is hustling. And that's it. I don't even. I'm not hustling towards anything. No. I'm just hustling. Just hustling. I mean, that's just good. What are you excited one. about this week, Dan? Uh, I am excited. We are starting a theater. Ministry hey. at Grace Baptist Church. What's it called, Dan? It's called Grace Theater. Is it? Now, we focus grouped that. Did you? And they came back with the, the thought that maybe just Grace and Theater were better. I heard, though, that when we asked the French their opinion, they were not. No. They were no, not. No, they uh, said uh, they called it Le Miserable Theater de Grace, <laughs> is what they called it. That has a certain. It does a certain have language. a ring. I think it's too many words, though. It might be too many words. It's too many words. Yeah. And plus, I it's did in take French. a nap halfway through that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're we're in the process of trying to mount a production in the fall of that. So we'll see we'll see where it goes. Uh, hopefully, we can do that because I think theater and the arts are a great way to show people and demonstrate the love of the gospel. And also, God created everything, right? God, God is the creator of creativity, right? Yes. Praise God. And there are those of us who have none of it, and we're thankful for those of you You do have creativity. Do. The way you have carved that beard into you your so? face is, yes. Getting this giraffe into the shape here was very hard. It's nice. But yeah, I, it's I think good. it has a beautiful, elongated neck. Yes. I'm thankful for it. Andy, what are you excited about this week? We are going to Carolina. Going to Carolina. That's so in awesome. In my mind. And on a plane. <laughs> That's awesome. And you have a monkey and you also have a a weasel with you? No. Uh, otter. Otter. Thank you for clarifying oh, that. Otter. Okay. I had the wrong genus and species. Yeah. Well, yes. We were close. Yeah. yeah we were in the close. Animal, animal kingdom. Well, uh, again, if you guys have anything you would like to talk to us about, any ideas for future shows, please email us at blessingfilledhosts at gmail.com. Blessingfilledhosts at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. We'd like to hear any ideas you have on any topics that we talk about and any potential guests. If you have a great hookup with a guest that somebody would be great for the show, we would love to have them. We'd love to talk to them. We certainly would. Yes. And let me just tell you, uh, we pay really well when people come on the show. <laughs> it's double scale. It's double scale. Yeah, it's pretty good. Is that, what, okay, I don't know that term. What, no, what's that mean? Scale, scale is just what SAG pays you. Like, it's the minimum. Oh. It's the minimum. It's the minimum of wage of acting. Did I um, did I ever tell you that I'm part of PAG? Are you? Pa- Pastor, Pastor, Pastor Guild? Yeah. No way. Yeah, it's great. PAG. It's great. I like that. Yeah. That was my prom date's name. <laughs> PAG Schmendelheisen. She was lovely. I think it was a she. I'm not positive still to this day. I still beat myself up over that one. 
Yeah. I'll make mistakes, Dan. Uh, we all do. We, we all, all do. Make. His mercies are due every morning. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> what are you excited about this week? Definitely excited about this trip. Yeah. Uh, there's are so you officiating much. on this trip? Not officiating. Okay. I'm just part of it. This is okay. a guy I went to college with. We all mm-hmm. never thought we'd get married, and praise the Lord, he found somebody. That's awesome. So that's cool. Um, you know, of all the things, I'm going to go see some people that, that we just love that have been friends forever. Uh, we're staying with them and get to worship with some old friends. So Are you gonna going to see Randy? I'm, you know what? I don't think I am going to see Randy because okay. he's in a different part of town. Okay. But Randy, I'm sorry I can't see you. All right. And I miss you. We've had Randy on this podcast. The thing I'm probably most excited about aside from people yeah. is PB's hot dogs. <sighs> okay. Tell me this. All the way. Two hot dogs all the way. It's it's not a it's not a great it's not a great hot dog really like the the, the dog itself meat, yeah. yeah but they dip the bun in butter and then they toast it on the flat oh. top so like, the top's oh. like this delicious crunchy you have me a butter yeah right and then they put on uh, slaw and chili and mustard and onions <sighs> and I could eat like five of these what things. is the food situation like in Carolina I've heard it's amazing it's insane. And the town that we're in, like, I mean, it was awesome when we were there. We've been gone now five years. I mean, like, it's, every year it gets better. Wow. Uh, wow. My friends are texting me pictures of, of stuff that just looks amazing. Is that that's technically the South, isn't it? Yeah. Because Southern food, I just find to be so But, like, they're doing amazing. a ton of new American stuff. They are? Really? There's, like, this new pizza place I think we're going to go to wow. tomorrow night. Gosh, wow. I'm excited. That's awesome. Just got to get through yeah. having 90 bags. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You, you will. You'll, I'm you'll, a bag man. What do you want? <laughs> Well, prayers for Jared, and if you have any specific prayers, please email them to blessingfieldhost at gmail.com. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. You have a great week. I'll eat a hot dog for you, and we'll see you later. Hot Topic. Hot Topic. Hot Topic.